Good morning, and thank you for tuning in to Luana's Urban Voices. Guys, I took a much-needed three days off, and I still feel like I could use another couple of days. It's been a very um, crazy weekend. But I wanted to talk to you about this Supreme Court nominee, um, Barrett. 2016 when Obama was eight months from being I mean was eight months from the election in 2016 and Obama nominated a justice to serve on the Supreme Court the Republicans blocked him saying when it's the end of a president's term he should not have a right to confirm any justices so they called Obama a lame duck and said that they would not um, vote for his nominee. We are weeks away from the election, and technically, Trump is a lame duck, which is just the term they use for the president at the end of their term. But the but the Republicans are saying no. We're going to confirm Barrett because that's our job. But. 2016 the same Republicans that are there now four years later was saying no we will not confirm the justice let the people have an opinion let them pick their next president and let their president choose who the justice is going to be and we all know that was Trump and he chose that um, I can't even think of his name right now to be on the Supreme Court who was basically a Trump supporter and was going to vote any way Trump wanted him to vote. So now they're about to do it again. Confirm somebody that is pretty much pro-Trump and is going to vote any way the Republicans tell her to vote. She doesn't have a mind of her own. She's not going to vote what's in the best interest of the people. She's going to vote what the party tells her to vote because this is a lifelong position and she can never be fired. I am so upset at the double standards by the Republicans. That is one of the main reasons people should be out voting is because these same Republicans four years ago said no to Obama. He was a lame duck or saying yes to Trump and he's also a lame duck. That means that these Republicans need to be replaced with people who are going to do the right thing. Trump is going back on the campaign trail just weeks after being diagnosed with COVID saying that he is now COVID free. BS. There's no way he's COVID free or immune to getting COVID again, this man has no regard for public safety. This man got the best treatment that is not available to the average American. And he is out here saying, I'm going to campaign again because I can and because this is what the American people want. No, it's not what the American people want. What we want is a president and a Congress 
that does the right thing. Right now, we do not have that. So once again, I am urging you to check within your state. Find your black candidates that are running. See if they stand for what you need them to stand for. I don't think every black candidate running is a good choice because they don't stand for what we need them to stand for. Um, over the weekend, I got a phone call from one of our candidates. You know, they're doing a lot of um, outreach via phone because we don't have the ability to meet in person in large groups. So they are really calling like crazy, calling and texting and saying, hey, are you going to vote? Who are you going to vote for? So I get a call from one of our candidates for sheriff's department, for the sheriff department. Um, our current sheriff, um, his name is Chody, is under indictment for hiding evidence regarding a fatal black shooting from last year. So just so you know, we had a, um, his name was Javier, and I can't think of his last name, and I should know this, but his first name was Javier. He was a black man, and he was caught speeding through Williamson County, where I live, and by the time he got to Travis County, Williamson County Sheriff and Austin Police finally pulled him over. A scuffle happened, and um, he was killed. The question becomes, was he killed by Austin Police or by Williamson County Sheriff's Department? Doing this traffic stop, our Williamson County was being filmed by that TV show, Live PD. Our county participated in that show for about a year, and that was because um, Sheriff Chody wanted to raise money for our county um, to get additional supplies for the Sheriff's Department. Um, drones was one of the things he wanted. He did a Citizens Patrol class that was at no cost to um, to the citizens. They could come to the class for free. He wanted to just increase some of the tactical needs for the Williams County Sheriff's Department. So they did that show and of course the county or the Sheriff's Department was paid to participate. Well that show captured the entire chase, subsequent death of this young man. But part of this TV show, being that it's live PD, and they're doing this as it happens, they have a policy, so the TV show said, to destroy the um, evidence after it's aired because they do not want their TV show 
or the um, contents that they film to be used in court against anybody. So once they film the entire segment, subsequently they say that um, information is destroyed. So during the death of Javier in Austin, Travis County investigated it because technically he died in Travis County, although Williamson County was um, chasing him. And I know this is a, whole, is a whole lot to keep up with, but the thing is, Chody is now indicted and his um, opposition or the man running against him used to be sheriff in Williamson County, lost to Chody, and now he's coming back saying, Okay, Chody's had his turn. I want to be the sheriff again, and this is what I'm going to do differently than what I did before. Except what he did before was to keep the sheriff's department all white. Under Chody, they have hired some minorities and they've hired women. Under the new can under the old candidate, who's now the new candidate, Mike Williams, they didn't have that type of diversity. And trust and believe we are still not as diverse as we should be considering the size of our county. So when Mike Williams' team called me to ask me would I vote for him because he was not under indictment, I asked the lady, what does Mike Williams stand for? What does he stand for? Is he going to make the Williamson County Sheriff's Department more diverse? Is he going to um, hire more minorities? within the whole department, the jailer, jailers, um, the office workers, is he going to bring in some diversity to the sheriff's department? Why should I vote for a man who held the job four years ago and it was a Lily White that sheriff's department and basically Officer Chody has uh, brought in men, I mean minorities and women. So explain to me why I should vote for your candidate. She couldn't. I said, have you been to your website? I have. Your website says nothing about diversity. And what do you plan to do about that? She had no answers. I said, well, I can't vote for your candidate because your candidate doesn't seem to support diversity. Well, I know he um, support Black Lives Matter. I said, well, I don't. She said, huh? I said, Black Lives Matter is not a movement I support because it's not a movement that's going anywhere. I said, just because you say you support Black Lives Matter, what does that mean to you? What does that mean to um, Mr. Williams? Explain that before I can say, yes, I, I agree with you. Because I reached out, as you guys know, to several Black Lives Matter chapters never got a response not one response i reached out to the original founders of black lives matter three women who are now authors and speakers and did not get a response because they are looking to get paid for speaking engagement to promote their books but they're not looking to help people get involved or do what needs to be done. So Black Lives Matter isn't a, a 
that isn't anything I support because it's not actually out there doing anything positive because like I've said we've got to stop marching and we've got to start getting into positions within our community where we can make real change and policies and procedures so I do support the NAACP because they are supporting black candidates that align with trying to make real change in our community they are holding Austin and um, Round Rock and Georgetown accountable for their actions by having litigations, by having the public records um, sent to each person requesting it. So I want to be behind an organization that's actually being very active in the community. And that's why I can't support Black Lives Matter because I've tried so many times to get in touch with anyone to join the organization and I've never gotten a call back. So the point to this long overdrawn story is when you when these candidates are calling you to say, will you vote for my candidate? Are you asking the right questions? I wanna know what does Mike Williams stand for what is his stance on diversity is he going to hire minorities what is he going to do differently for the sheriff's department that isn't being done currently that's what I want to know she could not answer those questions for me so therefore I told her I can't guarantee I'm going to vote for your um, candidate unless you can answer those questions for me because I'm very active in the Democratic Party here in um, Williamson County, I my phone number is out there. I'm getting calls and text messages left and right asking me, are you going to vote? Are you going to, who are you going to vote for? Can we count on your vote for this candidate? And if it's a candidate that I've done my research on, I will text back, yes, you can. If it's a candidate I've done research on and I don't agree with, I will text back, no, I'm not. And this is the reason why. Because your candidate doesn't stand for this, 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 and this. A lot of times when they call me, they want to do a simple, um, can I count on your vote? Yes, and thank you very much. I'm like, no, 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 no. That's not what we're going to do. If you are going to call me, you're going to explain to me what your candidate stands for. If you have the time and you're campaigning for this candidate, you need to tell me why you're campaigning for them. What, the, Where does your candidate stand on issues? And a lot of these volunteers have not done their due diligence because they aren't able to answer my questions about their candidates because I can see what's on your candidate's website. What I need to know is what is missing from your candidate's website and how are we going to address those missing items. And that is where I'm at with this whole calling me on my phone asking me who I'm going to vote for. I need to know where you are and what you stand for because your website is saying all the right things to a certain extent, but your website is leaving off some of the crucial concerns that are going on. Those, um, I know you guys heard about the Michigan can uh, governor that was 
they had a plot to kidnap her. Those guys are malicious who was kidnapping her because she refused to open their state. Because if you haven't been keeping up with COVID, in Michigan, their hospitals were slammed. Their frontline workers were slammed. They lost more nurses and doctors probably than any other state along with having a high death toll. So the governor, she chose to keep the state safe by keeping things closed. This militia group was upset with her and was going to kidnap her until they reopened their state. Luckily, somebody um, snitched on them. They got caught and now they are in jail. Of course, Trump took credit for that, saying that his Justice Department, um, that his Justice Department had everything to do with keeping her from getting kidnapped, even though she doesn't support Trump, even though she's doing a lousy job, his Justice Department kept her from being kidnapped. This is our president saying this. Well, I don't want any candidates that are going forward that support Trump that's first thing first because to me if you support Trump you support racism and segregation because that is what Trump is taking our country back to racism and segregation we are now um, trying to buy black there are black people are black um, groups out there buying land starting their own communities to start their own towns that are all black um, because we are no longer wanting to be integrated because we don't want to be under we don't want to be under siege all the time we don't want to be under scrutiny we don't want to always have to go into a store and have a clerk following following us when it's 2020. This is crazy. I mean, totally crazy. So we're heading back towards segregation um, voluntarily and whether we like it or not. We're asking people to support black businesses more than ever. We're trying to show that the power of buying black and supporting black so that these big corporations will value our dollars. They don't value us, our dollars, or anything. So we are out here trying to make sure that we're valued and each candidate that calls my phone, I'm asking that question. And I'm not getting very good answers. So as we approach the election, and the Republicans are saying, you know, contradicting themselves from 2016 to 2020, and basically doing what they want to do in politics, I am saying, guys, get out and vote. Get educated. Make sure you know what 
um, who's running in your communities. And let's make sure we're encouraging young people to get involved in political science. We need to make a difference. And the only way we're going to make a difference is if we're in the position to make real change. And the last thing I want to talk to you guys about, and I'm going to, because this has been a very long podcast, you know, I try not to keep them too long, is I want to tell you guys about Master P. So, you know, I've been reaching out to his company, asking him, does he support black suppliers? I have yet to get a response, a response back from Master P's company. Um, I have spoken to two different people in their customer service um, office, and neither one of them could answer my questions about their suppliers. Do you get your supplies from... Um, do you get your supplies from black suppliers? Are you are you buying black for us to buy black? So far, no question. Um, Symphony Chips, I tell you guys, I love their chips. They are vetting black farmers, black potato farmers, to buy their potatoes from them in order to keep their demand up for their chips. So I'm hoping that that goes well. I'm hoping they continue to vet black potato farmers that can meet their demand and their supply. So kudos to Symphony Chips for vetting these black farmers. Um, I am also um, going to be ordering from Freedom again, even though it took them eight weeks to send me some toilet tissue I will be ordering some trash bags and some paper towels from them because I am truly trying to buy black and stick to that and so far so good except that I wanted a new purse and I went online to some purse designers and they were all out of stock so, to the black companies, you want us to buy black, please have product in stock so we can buy buy black. I told you guys about beauty uh, bakeries, beauty, and I absolutely love their eyeliner. I love their foundation. I went back to order some stuff and they were out of stock as well. So, it's hard to you know when you are in need of something to order it and it's not available so guys um let's stay strong let's stay positive let's continue to buy black when at all possible and um like i said please make sure when these people are calling you texting you asking you who you're going to vote for that you do your due diligence and know the candidates in your market there are several black candidates running in multiple states so i've already given you guys that information before i will refresh your memory on that later this week of the black candidates because i need you guys to get out and vote we need to make sure our vote is being heard and being counted so enough of me rambling on early in the morning but it was so much I wanted to say that I didn't get to say this weekend. So, you guys, 
thank you for listening. I appreciate it more than you know. And I wanted to say, uh, tune in again to Luana's Urban Voices. I am going to be following um, more stories other than just politics. And um, I just right now, until we get through this election, that's going to be a very important story. So you guys, you know, you guys get used to hearing about it. But hopefully there will be other topics that I will cover. So as always, I appreciate you. I thank you for listening to Luana's Urban Voices. And I want you guys to have a marvelous day. So once again... Tune in tomorrow for Luana's Urban Voices. Have a great day, guys.